...built to the one on the ground floor, but with nicer furnishings. More couches and chairs, magazine racks, coffee tables, a coffee maker, a television. The walls were painted light blue with white detailing at the trim. At the opposite side of the room from the stairway was a glass partition where more nurses were controlling intake. There was a door beside the partition, and I figured it led to the procedure and recovery rooms. Another door on the wall to the right of that had a sign on it reading, Education and Services. Allison told me to sit down, then went to the partition and checked in. We filled out her paperwork together, and I had to sign a waiver and a release form, not unlike the forms you fill out before getting your wisdom teeth pulled. Allison returned the completed paperwork, and we sat together for another forty-five minutes before the nurse called her name. I gave her a kiss on the cheek before she rose. This is the right thing, Allison said. I know. She returned my kiss with dry lips, then went with the nurse. She didn't look back. Three hours later, and I was still sitting on the same couch, skimming magazines and watching people. Five women were filling out forms, two with men beside them. One of the men was absolutely silent, barely aware of his companion. Another six people were waiting, pretending to read or watch television. Most were Latino or black, but one of the couples filling out forms was white, and I suspected they had come from Columbia University. Occasionally a nurse would open the door beside the partition and announce a name, then escort the chosen through the door after checking her clipboard. Many more people had come and gone. They left with paper bags full of educational literature, dental dams, condoms, and tubes of non-oxidal nine. Turnaround with the sex-ed crowd was a lot faster, it seemed. I stood and stretched, crossed to the window overlooking Amsterdam, trying to ease my nerves. This window had a grill over it, and I wondered why they didn't use them on the ground floor, too. It's harder to throw a brick through a grill, after all. Nearly forty people milled around across the street, held behind a police barricade by NYPD uniforms. The Federal Access to Clinic Entrances Act of 1994 had been designed to solve this problem, but so far it hadn't worked all that well. The law is considered by many to be unconstitutional, specifically in violation of the First Amendment, and challenges to it occur on a regular basis. As it was, protesters had positioned themselves at every approach to the clinic, and while they did not block access physically, they certainly created a daunting psychological gauntlet for a woman to run. There was no way to avoid them, as we had discovered the hard way. From the window I saw placards and a couple of poles with dolls impaled on them. The dolls were naked and spattered with red paint. Several people held signs depicting a large cross draped in bloody barbed wire. S.O.S. was painted in red in the upper right-hand corner. Keeping well away from this group were other pro-lifers, more moderate contingents passing out pamphlets and singing hymns, their signs citing scripture, or stating simply, Stop abortion now. Allison had chosen the clinic on recommendation from her OBGYN. One of the deciding factors had been the assurance that the women's life care clinic rarely had trouble with demonstrators. 
When we had called the clinic that morning before coming in, the person we spoke to said that there was a minor protest in progress, but that shouldn't discourage us. It hadn't sounded too bad. I had been willing to turn back when we saw the crowd, more concerned with Allison's peace of mind than anything else. But she had gotten angry. Hell with them, she had said. I'm not going to be scared off by these assholes. And she patted my arm and said, Besides, I've got my bodyguard with me. Her bodyguard and the father of her child, I thought. Getting out was going to be worse than going in, because now they knew we'd been inside, and for how long. We would come out to more of the same, perhaps worse, and knowing that Allison would be on the far side of a particularly painful operation didn't help my mood. She'd made her decision. She was the only person with the right to question it. I saw a sign...